In the bustling metropolis of Neotecropolis, technology reigned supreme. Everything was automated, from the moment you woke up to the time you went to sleep. Smart homes anticipated your every need, robots were your personal butlers, and transportation was seamless, thanks to autonomous vehicles. Life was convenient and efficient, but for a certain individual named Samuel, this highly digitized world was more of a nuisance than a blessing. Samuel was a man out of time, an anachronism in the age of automation. While everyone around him embraced the ease of technology, he yearned for the days of old. Samuel had a passion for all things vintage, and he was determined to navigate his daily life without any reliance on technology. This led to a series of hilariously convoluted and old-fashioned solutions. On a crisp Monday morning, Samuel's adventure began with his alarm clock. Most folks in Neotecropolis relied on their AI-driven devices to wake them up at precisely the right time, but Samuel had an antique wind-up alarm clock that jolted him awake with the sound of clanging bells. As he gruggily silenced the noisy contraption, he couldn't help but chuckle at the absurdity of it all. Next, Samuel faced the challenge of making his morning coffee. While his neighbors enjoyed coffee brewed by advanced espresso machines that knew their preferences down to the temperature and pressure, Samuel was more inclined to use his trusty French press. He carefully boiled water on a stovetop kettle and measured the coffee ground by hand, savoring the process. His friends often teased him, calling it artisanal coffee, but Samuel cherished the ritual. With his coffee in hand, Samuel set out for work. Most people simply hopped into sleek autonomous cars, but he had a different approach. Samuel rode his vintage bicycle, complete with a woven basket and a bell that rang cheerfully with each pedal. He weaved through the self-driving vehicles, drawing amused looks and honks from the modern commuters. At the office, the challenges continued. Colleagues exchanged knowing glances as they watched Samuel pull out a notepad and fountain pen to take notes during the morning meeting. The rest of the team tapped away on their holographic tablets, while Samuel's scratching pen sounded like a lonesome cricket. Lunchtime arrived, and instead of ordering food through the city's automated delivery system, Samuel had prepared a hearty homemade sandwich in the morning. He unwrapped it with care, savoring the simple pleasure of his meal. His co-workers tried to convince him of the convenience of instant food delivery, but Samuel couldn't be swayed. The afternoon brought its own set of challenges. While his colleagues held video conferences, Samuel insisted on sending handwritten letters to clients. There's nothing like a personal touch, he'd say with a twinkle in his eye. His mailbox was always filled with neatly sealed envelopes, and Samuel was known as the office's resident snail mail enthusiast. As the workday drew to a close, Samuel faced the ultimate test. Everyone else in the office relied on the city's public transportation network, which was operated entirely by technology. But not Samuel. He had a peculiar love for the old subway system, an aging relic of an earlier era that had been left largely untouched in favor of more efficient modes of transport. He descended into the dimly lit station, greeted by the clatter and screech of ancient trains. Samuel inserted a token into the turnstile, and with a flourish of his hand, he boarded the clunky subway car. The rusted doors clanged shut, and the journey began. It was a bumpy ride, but Samuel loved every moment of it. The subway clattered along its archaic tracks, passing graffiti-covered walls and flickering incandescent bulbs. During the journey, he pulled out a paperback novel and lost himself in the words, relishing the feel of paper between his fingers. 
His fellow passengers were buried in their VR headsets, leaving him as the only one not immersed in a virtual world. Samuel felt a pang of nostalgia for a time when people would read physical books and engage in real conversations. Upon reaching his destination, Samuel emerged from the subway into a neighborhood that hadn't seen modernization in decades. He walked down a street lined with small shops that were just as antiquated as he was. Samuel stopped by the local bakery, where an elderly baker meticulously crafted artisanal bread by hand. The smell of freshly baked loaves filled the air, and Samuel couldn't resist buying a crusty baguette. Finally, he arrived home and settled into his cozy, technology-free haven. He lit a candle and read a physical newspaper by the flickering light, feeling connected to a time long gone. Samuel's life may have been filled with convoluted and old-fashioned solutions, but he wouldn't have it any other way. As the days turned into weeks, Samuel's peculiar choices in a tech-driven world became a source of amusement for his friends and colleagues. They admired his unwavering commitment to his analog lifestyle, even as they teased him relentlessly. They couldn't deny that there was a certain charm to his old-fashioned ways. One evening, as Samuel sat on his porch, sipping tea brewed with dried leaves from his garden and listening to a vinyl record on a vintage turntable, a neighbor approached him. She was a young woman who had recently moved to Neotecropolis and was feeling overwhelmed by the relentless pace of technology. Samuel, she said, I've been watching you, and I can't help but be inspired by your refusal to let technology dictate your life. Can you teach me how to live a little more like you? Samuel smiled warmly and welcomed her to his analog world. Together, they embarked on a journey of rediscovering the simple joys of life, cooking without smart appliances, exploring the city without GPS, and having face-to-face -face conversations instead of virtual ones. As the days turned into months, Samuel's circle of analog enthusiasts grew, and Neotecropolis started to see a resurgence of old-fashioned values. In a city where everything was automated, Samuel had found his place by embracing the past. He reveled in the beauty of the analog, proving that there was room for a little bit of old-fashioned charm in a world dominated by technology. And in his own quirky way, Samuel's analog adventure had connected him with others who shared his love for the bygone era, making his life truly rich and fulfilling. As Neotecropolis raced into the future, Samuel and his newfound friends continued to navigate daily life without using technology, cherishing their own hilariously convoluted and old-fashioned solutions. They had discovered that sometimes, the past held the keys to a more meaningful and authentic existence in the modern world. They embraced the art of handwritten letters, which were exchanged not only for formal communication but also as tokens of friendship and love. Each letter was a carefully crafted work of art, adorned with elegant calligraphy and sealed with wax. The process of writing, mailing, and receiving these letters became a cherished part of their lives, reviving an almost forgotten tradition. One of Samuel's friends, Grace, took up the craft of knitting and crochet, spending hours creating intricate patterns and designs for sweaters, scarves, and blankets. She found immense satisfaction in the slow and deliberate rhythm of the needles, a welcome contrast to the breakneck speed of the automated world. Another friend, James, decided to revive the lost art of analog photography. Armed with an antique camera and rolls of film, he captured the city's landmarks and the faces of its people, preserving moments in time without the aid of digital filters and instant uploads. His darkroom, with its red safe light, became a sanctuary of creativity and nostalgia. Their gatherings were a sight to behold. 
While most people hosted virtual parties or met through holographic interfaces, Samuel and his friends preferred real gatherings. They arranged potluck dinners where everyone contributed homemade dishes, sipped wine from hand-blown glass bottles, and danced to the music of live bands playing traditional instruments. As their analog community continued to grow, they embarked on a mission to rediscover long-forgotten skills. They learned how to make soap from scratch, grind coffee beans using a manual grinder, and even experimented with traditional printing techniques. Every endeavor was a delightful, often humorous, journey into the past. Neotecropolis began to take notice of Samuel and his friends, and they became a source of fascination for the city's residents. Many people were intrigued by the idea of slowing down and reconnecting with simpler times. The concept of analog nights gained popularity, with restaurants and cafes offering evenings free of digital distractions. These nights were immensely successful, drawing people who wanted a break from the constant buzz of technology. Even businesses in Neotecropolis began to incorporate analog elements into their operations. Some coffee shops proudly featured baristas manually brewing coffee, giving customers the option to savor the aroma of freshly ground beans. A local bookstore started hosting bookbinding workshops, where participants could create their own journals. Despite their eccentric approach to life, Samuel and his friends were not anti-technology. They believed that technology had its place in the world but should serve humanity rather than dominate it. Their unique way of living was a reminder that there was more to life than convenience and efficiency. In a world driven by algorithms and automation, they had found a balance that worked for them. As time passed, Samuel's analog adventure continued to make an impact. He became a well-known figure in Neotecropolis, and he often shared his experiences in talks and articles. His message was clear, technology was a tool to enhance life, not a replacement for living. The city, ever adaptable, began to find its own equilibrium between the modern and the analog. People started incorporating elements of the past into their lives, cherishing handwritten letters and handcrafted goods. The nostalgia for a time when life was simpler and more connected resonated with many. Samuel's impact even reached the younger generation who had grown up in a world of automation. They began to appreciate the beauty of analog experiences, whether it was learning to play musical instruments or trying their hand at vintage board games. The city of Neotecropolis had changed, thanks to Samuel and his fellow analog enthusiasts. While technology still played a vital role in their lives, it was no longer the sole driver of their existence. They had successfully introduced a little bit of the past into the future, creating a more balanced and fulfilling way of life. Samuel's legacy was one of connection, mindfulness, and a celebration of the analog in a digital world. His quirks had not only inspired others to embrace a more intentional and deliberate way of living but it also allowed them to find humor in the hilariously convoluted and old-fashioned solutions that made life so rich and meaningful. In Neotecropolis, the future and the past coexisted in a beautifully imperfect harmony, all thanks to the man who refused to be swept away by the tide of technology.